The discussion of this Perek is something which was somewhat begun in the last few Mishnahs of the previous Perek, but in this Perek it is more of a focus, and that is deadlines of Nadarim. And again, this is all based on Loshon B'nai Adam, just like the last two Prokim and part of the third Perek discuss Loshon B'nai Adam. This Perek is also dependent on that concept. Says the Mishnah, if somebody makes a nether, wine which I will taste today should be like a carbon. Koinam is a nether, as we have seen time and time again. So he makes any nether, the example which the Mishnah uses is wine, but the same would apply to any nether. And the point is, he says the nether should be hayoim, today. In also Elaj Techshach, he would only be forbidden to have wine until it gets dark, halachically speaking. And more to the point, the way that people speak, they view the day as ending at nightfall. So regardless of at what time of the day he made the neder, when it reaches the end of that day, in Loshon B'nei Odom, the word Hayoim today refers to the time that is left for the rest of that day. And so as soon as it gets dark, it is permitted. If he says Shabbos Zoy, makes a neder for this week, then Osobuchala Shabbos, he is forbidden for that entire week until the end of the week. The Shabbos and the day of Shabbos itself, She'ovra, is considered part of the week which has passed. Meaning in Loshon B'nei Adam, as well as according to the Torah, that what concerns us right now is Loshon B'nei Adam, Shabbos is considered to be the last day of the week. If he says Chodesh there, he makes a neder for this month, then Osobuchala Chodesh, he is forbidden for the rest of that month. But Veresh Chodesh Lehaba, Veresh Chodesh is considered to be part of the next month, such that it will not be part of that neder. And this even includes a case where there are two days of Rosh Chodesh, and halakhically speaking, the first day of Rosh Chodesh is actually the last day of the previous month. Nevertheless, it's still known as Rosh Chodesh, and therefore people view it as part of the next month already. So if he makes the neder on, let's say, the 15th day of the month, then already on the 30th day of the month it will be permitted, because that is known as Rosh Chodesh, so people look at it as part of the next month. If he makes neder shonazoi for this year, then Osobuchla Shona, he is forbidden for that entire year until the end of the year. Veresh Hashona and Rosh Hashona of the first day of Tishrei, Le Osidlovai, that is counted as part of the future year, and so he would be permitted from then onwards. What happens if he made a neder shavuazeh? for this Shemitah cycle. That's a cycle of seven years. So Osbuchal Shavuah, he will be forbidden for the rest of that Shemitah cycle. So if he makes a neder in the third year of the Shemitah cycle, he'd be forbidden for another four years. The Shavuah She'ovra, and the Shemitah year itself, the seventh year, is considered to be part of the previous cycle, meaning it's the last part of the cycle. Shemitah comes at the end of the cycle. So it would be included in that neder. On the other hand, Ve'im Omar, if he said Yom Echod, that he is forbidding wine upon himself for one day, Shabbos Achas, or for one week, Chodesh Echod, for one month, Shana Achas, for one year, Shavuah Echod, for one Shemitah cycle, then in that case, he's not forbidden until the end of that particular day, or that particular week, etc. Rather, Osam Yom Liyayim would be forbidden from a day to the other day, meaning from the moment he makes the neder until the same time the next day. Or if he made the neder for one week, and he'd be forbidden until the same time a week later. 
And again, this is all based on Lash Mene Adam. Now, though there was quite a clear distinction between a case where somebody says today or somebody says for one day, people might still get confused. And because of that, the Gemara says that Midrabbanon, in a case where somebody makes a nether for today, where strictly speaking, he should only be forbidden until the end of that day, Midrabbanon, because it might be confused with a case where he said one day and he'd be forbidden for 24 hours, Midrabbanon, we require him to annul his vow by going to a Chacham, we'll learn about those halachas more in the next parak. If he wants to go against the neder, let's say that night, so it's within 24 hours, but it's already past the night. So Medjabonon, he would need to annul his vow before benefiting from the wine. Mr. Bates, if somebody makes a neder at a Pesach until Pesach, does that mean until and including, or until and not including? Says the Mishnah in Loshon Bene Odom, it means until and not including. And because of that, also he is forbidden only until Pesach arrives. But from the moment Pesach begins, he would be permitted to benefit from that item. However, if he says Ad until it will be Pesach, so by adding Sheyehe, he implies until Pesach and as long as it is still Pesach. And so Osa say he is forbidden to benefit from that item which he made an error against until Pesach ends. Third case, Adlifnea Pesach, if he says until before Pesach. So at first glance, it seems obvious that in this case, he'd be forbidden only until Pesach begins. However, if you think about it, even in the middle of Pesach, it makes sense to say that that is considered to be before Pesach, because it's before the rest of Pesach. The fifth day is also a day of Pesach, which means that the fourth day of Pesach is, technically speaking, also before Pesach. And in Loshmane Odom, there is room to doubt what exactly this person means. So Meir 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 says, Osrach he is forbidden until Pesach begins, until Pesach arrives. So Meir is being lenient, because according to Meir, there is a rule that In a case where somebody says something which can be interpreted in multiple ways, he only intends to accept upon himself the certain meaning. But anything beyond that where it would be a doubt, in this case the days of Pesach are the days which are under doubt, he does not intend to accept those upon himself because of this rule that that he only intends for the most certain meaning. On the other hand, Rabbi Yossi says he is forbidden until Pesach ends because according to Rabbi one does put himself into that, that position of accepting upon himself even something which is doubtful. And if he says something which can be interpreted in one of two ways, he does intend to include even the doubtful meaning, the possible meaning. We explained this Machlaikis according to the way that the Gemara in Nadorim explains the Machlaikis, even though there is a Gemara elsewhere in Maseches Kedushin, which explains the Machlaikis in a different way. Mr. Gimel, we saw in the previous Mishnah that in general, if somebody makes a neder until a particular date, then in Lashmane Odom, that means until and not including. However, if he said Ad Sheyehei, until it will be that date, so then he implies until and as long as that is still going on. This Mishnah shows that is not always the case. And in the second half of the Mishnah, we will see when exactly we apply which law. But firstly, we bring an example, Adakotzer. If somebody makes a neder until the harvest of grain, Adabotzer, or until the harvest of grapes, Adamosik, until the harvest of olives, whether he says Ad, until, or even if he says Ad Sheheh, until it will be, 
he is only ever forbidden by that neder until that time arrives. But as soon as it arrives, the neder has ended. The reason being that since in these cases, the amount of time that it will last is unknown. Sometimes the harvest lasts a short amount of time, sometimes it lasts a much longer time. So because it is unknown, we don't assume that he wants to accept upon himself the neder for a totally unknown amount of time. It's true that even the start of the harvest is not always the same, so it's not necessarily known, but it's always roughly the same. But to forbid him for as long as that lasts, we assume that he does not want to accept that upon, him, that upon himself, because that's totally unknown, and in general one wants to accept upon himself a neder for a known amount of time. And therefore we assume that it's only until that time begins. Zaklol, this is the rule, cultures man Anything whose time is fixed, the amount of time that it lasts is fixed, for example, Pesach, it's always seven days, at least in Eretz Yisrael, so in that case, if he says until it arrives, or if he just says until, then he is only forbidden until it arrives. But if he said that he is making the neder until it will be that time, then he is forbidden until that ends, as we saw in the previous Mishnah. On the other hand, anything whose duration, the amount of time that it lasts, is not fixed, for example, the harvest season, whether he said until it will be, whether he said until it will arrive, whether he just said until, he is only forbidden until it arrives, for the reason that we explained. Mr. Dalit, an example of the rule which we brought in the previous Mishnah is if somebody makes a net there at a kayets until the summer. And the truth is, kayets refers, as well as meaning the summer, it also refers to the harvest of figs. Kayets coming from the word to cut. So whether somebody says at a kayets until the summer or actually a kayets until the summer will be, since the fig harvesting season did not have a fixed time that it lasted, so he would only be forbidden until the people begin to cut and bring in the figs into baskets. That's referring to the beginning of the fig cutting season. Now, even when it comes to things which do not, do not, do not have a fixed amount of time that it lasts, if somebody says explicitly that he wants the neder to last until the end of that period, then certainly he would be forbidden until the end. So if somebody says, he makes a neder until the fig cutting season will pass, then he's forbidden until the end. Now what is considered to be the end of the fig cutting season, he would be forbidden until the people fold up their mats at the end of the process of cutting and gathering in all the figs. They would lay them out on mats and perhaps press them into fig cakes or prepare them in whatever way they wanted, perhaps dried them, and they would do that on mats. And when they folded the mats, that was the sign that the fig season was over. All right, what happens if somebody makes a nether at a kotzer until the harvesting of grain? Now, we've seen a couple of examples in the past couple of prokim where if somebody says the something, then he's referring to a more specific thing. And in this case too, because he says until the harvest, he's referring to the main harvest. And therefore, even though in general the harvest of barley took place before the harvest of wheat, 
this person would be forbidden by the neder until the people begin to harvest the wheat but not the harvesting of the barley. The reason being that the main harvest was the wheat harvest. That was the harvest which was done for human food, to make flour and bread for human food, whereas barley is most commonly given to animals. So if he's referring to the harvest, he's referring in general to the wheat harvest. Now that having been said, the Mishnah makes a very important point that it all depends on the location where he makes the neder. If he is in a location where the main harvest which people refer to is the barley harvest, then he'd be forbidden until the beginning of that harvest. And on a similar note, if he was located on a mountainous area, so the time of harvest there is different to a flat area or to a valley. So Bahar, it depends on when the harvest takes place on the mountain. If he was situated in a valley, then Babika, it depends on when the harvest takes place in his location in the valley.